Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and the sun is shining but it's raining in all our hearts because everything that could probably be going wrong is probably going wrong at Wolves in a minute. Uh, on the podcast this week we've got Roy Hoops. Hello. And we've got Alex Moore Hello. as well, the uh, recognisable Alex Moore. Yeah, as famous. Famous Alex Moore, as he found out at Ellen Road. Uh, on the podcast this week we're going to talk about Hull and Leeds, uh, preview the game against Rotherham and we're going to do the most popular feature now on the fancast because it's the only thing that people listen to now Twitter corner but firstly news and it's been a week since um, the news of the money shop being the new main sponsor at Wolves a new three year deal was signed making the new shirt sponsor uh, and it's put Wolves fans into complete uproar about having the company as our main sponsor despite the fact that they've been the sponsor of the South Bank for many years and have had a partnership in some respects at Wolves since 2009. There's been a petition which has been signed by over 3,000 people. Local MPs and councillors have sent a letter to Wolves asking for the sponsorship deal to stop. Gentlemen, it's kind of not died down but we've had it all sinking for the last few days now. What do we think? Money shop, main sponsor, good thing, bad thing? Um, I think when you look, I know Newcastle, they were the firmest, their fans were metal when they had uh, Wonga for a season, didn't they? Yeah. So I think it's just pretty much the same, really, as the situation they're in. But I think financially, I don't know how much they are looking to put in, but I think, is it more than Silverberg or was it more than my house? So. Well, I think it's. As well, it's a, it's a three-year contract, so you would imagine, yeah, it's going to be a big financial commitment. Um, obviously, people um, are concerned from perhaps an ethical standpoint in terms of being a payday lender and, and short-term credit, and people all cite, you know, unemployment and families struggling, and perhaps it's not the right image to portray. But as, as you rightly say, I mean, if you look at the Premier League, um, there's Wonga. There's gambling sites, mm. so it's not uncommon with current marketing. Um, I get the petition, but but the contract is legally binding. So, with all the goodwill in the world, putting your your name on a petition, I don't think it's really going to change mm. anything. If somebody's entered a legally legally binding agreement, then it's going to stick. Um, people have got the choice, obviously, to have to, to buy the shirt. There's a, you know, if they, if they perhaps don't want to get the official shirt, if they feel uncomfortable with yeah. that, then I guess they they buy another shirt, another for, from the shop. But look, I think let let's be absolutely honest. If we were doing well, I don't know in the grand scheme of it how high up on the agenda. Well, this is it the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's if, all relative to to how unhappy fans yeah. are, and it's a it's a way of getting your pitchfork out and. Mm. And, and going for it, and they'll say it's a PR disaster, and and and, and Moxie will obviously get the the front of it. But playing devil's advocate, you could say, well, actually, mm. in our position for a club up for sale, we've secured a three-year agreement. Mm. And I guess with the ownership situation, not sure what money's coming in. We don't know what mm. money it's going to generate. But Moxie's job surely is, I need to try and find the best deal to get money coming in, in into the future. As although, okay, perhaps Money Shop isn't. A company that you'd want Wolves to have on the front of the shirt, if Wolves are able to bring in players in and Wolves do well for the first three months of next season, are fans going to complain about it? And are yeah. people not going to be sitting in the South Bank from now on? Mm. Because it's always been, not always been, but it's been sponsored for quite a while now and no one had kicked up a fuss well, then. Or is it because yeah. it's on the front of the shirt and that's more of a it's, symbolic thing? I, I think so, but then you could also look, you know, um, 
the uh, the e-cigarettes, for example, the e-lights. I think that's displayed around the ground, and you know, there's there's there's, there's all types of marketing. There's there's gambling, there's mission, there's alcohol. You know, there's different types of um, methods of, of, of marketing for for different products and, and, and vices, which people may not be ha happy with. Um, I know when we had Sporting Bet on the shirt, then I think the kids' shirts had a charity sponsor mm. and so forth. So it's probably an ethical argument, and I get it, I genuinely do. People feel strongly about yeah. it, and, and, I, and I respect why they do, and perhaps they have personal experience. Yeah. But ultimately, as you say, it's, um, it's a sponsor in this world of modern football, and it's paying our ways and probably keeping the club afloat, yeah. you know, or at least helping to. Um, is it a right representation of the community? I don't want to go too deep into this because we could spend a whole podcast talking about um, modern football and sponsorship, but... Well, this, this is it. I mean, you look at clubs and sponsors and, and, you know, you look at Reading, I think they've always had wage throws and that tells you something about Reading and that part of the world. <laughs> so maybe we are very much, if you look at Wolverhampton Town Centre and just see pound shops and betting shops and... Mm and um, payday loan shops, it probably is, unfortunately. We'd all like a cool, trendy yeah. sponsor, or, you know, a sponsor which is um, perhaps more ethically pleasing, but... Who would you yeah. like to sponsor? In, in, a, in a dream world where yeah. any sponsor's possible, what sponsor would you like? Well, I, I was talking about this the other day, because it was nice when we had Goodyear yeah. for, for a number of years, because it was a local firm, um, a firm who employed a, a lot of people in the local community, and, and that was that was fantastic. Um, so I'd quite like Banks's on there, maybe, or you know, Marston's, mm. a, a local firm that we can get behind. Um, but I don't buy the shirt, to be honest. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I, I, that's just me. I don't. Um, I get both sides of it, but. Doesn't really concern me. It's right, we're not getting arrested. No. It's just where we're recording this week. Yeah. It's a lot of traffic nearby. Alex, what do you think it's of the whole location? What's the money shot thing? Are you kind of against it? Oh, not, I oh, dare say, for it or understand why people. Oh, I was at first. I couldn't understand why people would get upset. They sound really bothered. It doesn't really frustrate me that much. I'm sure it will be a debate that's going to go on for quite a while now. I'm sure Newcastle fans must have the same mm. thing when if they're not doing very well, which is another minute. I haven't seen them bring up Wonga for a while, but I'm sure within their community, yeah. it must be brought up. I think some. I think, and I don't know the full details, so forgive me. But I did read something along the lines that Bolton were approached by a similar type of lender, and oh, that yeah. got reversed. But I just don't see this this happening again. You know, if if Wolves, are, it's difficult because if Wolves bring in players in the summer, and a lot of that's come from this money, and Wolves do well, do you then really kick up a fuss about it? It's it all, it's all down to how we're playing and where we are. But I'm sure when we had sport in bet, people, and, and we, were, we were about to get promoted from the Championship, people did slightly kick off about that at the yeah, time as well. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's part and parcel. WWE, I'm guessing. What for your, oh, it would be a dream, or wouldn't it? You'd have the Wolves players come out to Triple H's time to play the game. <laughs> I think that could work. Anyway, but do you know that um, Pat Sharp could have been the, uh, the sponsor as well? <laughs> yes, I did see that on Twitter. We yeah. put an array of um, choices and we put Pat Sharp in there and Pat Sharp did reply back saying it could be him. Well, if you brought the fun house as your half-time entertainment... That would be great. ...instead of kicking a ball in the shed and brought those two girls, I think that, yeah... That I would stay in my seat for that. Yeah. I just well, just for the go kart bit and the, the go kart at yeah. the end. Yeah. 
Oh, Funhouse. Yeah. Away from Alex's generation, yeah. this is. Really? Oh, you need to go, and, YouTube, you need to go yeah. and challenge your YouTube Funhouse. You'll, you'll just think, why yes. wasn't I born in this era? This yeah. is great. It spawned many game shows. Mm. Finest Keepers. Oh, that's the exact one yeah. I was It was the poor man's Funhouse. I was just, just thinking of the guy who did Artists that didn't he? Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, our generation yeah. Was, was very much a game show, great game show generation. Because mm. you had um, Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze. And the very poor yeah. Fort Boyard. Fort, yes, that yeah. was, that that was, was kind of dying. Yeah. Yeah. Linda Messenger was on there, and I think a guy from EastEnders. Yeah. Then um, Gladiators and stuff oh, like that. Let's oh, not talk about wow. Wolves, let's talk about old TV game shows. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> let's move on then. And uh, Wolves January signing Mike Williamson, who hasn't played for Wolves yet so far, won't be playing for Wolves for the rest of the season. He's still not recovered from his injury or whatever injuries he's still sustained. Um, solid signing, gentlemen. Well, I just don't why would you buy somebody who's injured? I still don't understand. It. I guess they, they'd saw him as someone who did well previously, and they probably thought they could get him fit, and they probably thought, I don't know what, the time frame wasn't very long, but something's happened, and yeah. so he's not going to play now. Pre-season he's aiming for. Um, and he's only got a year left on his contract when he's back there anyway. So. Yeah, so this is, this is great, isn't it? We've paid for half a season for him to get fit. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's, another it's, another tick in the box in the injury list. I know, and we've had some rotten luck, but you could call it luck. But in this example, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, you do your research when you sign a player. I'm looking at those as well, and I can't think of one just yet. Um, <laughs> oh, just but, just so people know, yeah. in, in this room where we're in, um, there is a list of words for the company where we're where, where we're recording for. And Alex and Roy had the game of let's see how many words we can sneak you from this list. We've got we we'll, so we'll, we'll tweet. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll take a picture of it and tweet it out while we're recording, yeah. so you can you can listen in and match of how many words we've got, and <laughs> we'll send you so, a prize yeah. of um, the fact that you have got them all right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a wall. Rub- there's no greater prize yeah. than that. Is there? Or a wall's rubber. Is <laughs> <laughs> that when you go to like a school a trip and you get a pound oh, yeah. and you it's a gift shop right at the end and there's always the assortment of rubbish you can or buy. Or there's like one of those dangly little starry like or fuzzball yes. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Williamson, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean we all liked him because he came in. He showed leadership skills. He kept a clean sheet at Blues. He looked a good addition. You know, I know Alex, I know Dave, we've all talked about Bart this season mm. and, and our reservations about the guy. So I think we're all pleased to see him coming, but yeah, it's pretty poor that he was effectively signed injured. Um, and then we kind of get little tidbits very late. What a waste. What an absolute waste. <laughs> we spent half a season on wages for somebody who's not yeah. paid. Unless he's signed permanently, as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. So we're just, we just loaning him. I don't understand. How did he pass the medical? And then they started just using the medical from his loan. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> still in that. You know what? <laughs> right. Unless it was one of the, that they brought him in, thought, well, he's only got, let's say, two weeks left. And it just kept. It's like one of those projects mm. you might have worked where it just keeps getting delayed for some reason. I think we were just under pressure to sign someone. And yeah. I, I remember at the time, I think. Was it Sheffield Wednesday, I think, or, or another Yeah, he was linked with them, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think we just went for it, and he probably thought, thank you very much, I'm not fit, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that contract. Oh, so uh, so lovely stuff. You can say. We'll see what next season brings. I yeah. mean, you know, um, we're, we're, we're of course going to be in the Championship, and he appears, you know, uh, a defender set for that level. So, you know, with the right uh, level of coaching, then, uh, <laughs> you know. The right level of. 
coaching. Coaching. Mm. He can um, go off in the summer and enjoy his holidays. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, hopefully, Wolves will get the right schedules together to get him fit. I think so. I mean, we, at the end of the day, we've stumped up the cash for him. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Wolves will make delivery on their promise. No, it doesn't work, does it? No. no. <laughs> we'll think of some other observations well, as we go along. With, with Williamson, if he comes back next season, it, he's going to have to make an instant impact because as fans, we're all very much like the kids are going to play, mm. start, horse and I offer. If Williamson comes in, isn't he not preventing those players from progressing? Unless he makes a solid start, aren't people going to be like, well, we need Williamson out of the squad now. What's he doing? He's only got a year left. Let's play the kids. I'd start a horse and eye off, would you? I think the, yeah, the best two, yeah. the centre halves. Um, they've only had, you know, one, one game. 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 <laughs> yeah, um, but on that one game. Yeah, the, but no, I think what we've seen of, of them, um, you know, previously, um, that is the way forward. So he's just going to be a backup centre half. Mm. You're quite right, but we've seen with the, with those two, particularly this season, how they can drop in form. So yeah. yeah. We'll see. I think we're still a little bit short defensively, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think for most people's preferred choice would be Iolfa and Horse starting next season. Mm. Right, we're going to talk about uh, the next, the next, the last two games that we had. Very briefly on Hull and Friday night, a 2 1 defeat thanks to a Snodgrass last second free kick. Um, on balance, into him, we shouldn't have really lost the game and it was deserved points. It was frustrating that that just had to happen at the end. Yeah, it was yes. great. It was a, a great, <laughs> it was a great free kick, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and he can't blame yeah. McKinley no, because no, not for he's that not going to be able to mid-air <laughs> prevent himself from the ball hitting his back and going in. It just went in at the most difficult place. You could yeah. physically not have been able to position your body to save yeah. that. It's just, it was just crazy. But what I would, would say very quickly is I thought they played well, mm. and, and I think they played with quite a lot of freedom, particularly in the um, the second half, where I know that can be, to quote um, a Lescott, you know, one, the weight is off our shoulders, <laughs> and we've got nothing to play for, and that's the way in terms they played. They played, they played, they would, they were decent. What they was a, well. What was annoying though was that Hull just didn't look anything. Yeah, you know, they didn't look like the top yeah. six side, mm-hmm. and if we just had a bit more about them we could have finished that game off. I've seen a lot of times this season where we've played teams and you're like, oh, they're not as good as I thought they were. And the, the Wolves squad of last season, sadly, would have perhaps finished the game off at half-time. You're so right. And that, that's, that is the frustrating part with this season, particularly at home, where I've looked at this side that we were up against and thought, they're awful. They are so terrible. If we just have played 10% higher than, than what we're doing or, or had the team of last year as you say we would have walked all over them been a pretty average league and we've been less than average mm. Alex did you go to Hull? yeah I did yeah unfortunately didn't bother to stay at home and just watch no, it snug at home that's no. a good trip that is on a Friday night I know it's quite, um, there's about 400 there so it wasn't too bad but... so you went on your own <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure it's Ben who said before that Hull on a, Hull on a night out is quite good it put, it's one of them it's somewhere yeah. really random when you don't expect it mm. to someone's going to Recap on that yeah. one for me, but um, was it annoying? I guess from even from being there, it was annoying so. at the end. I think so, yeah. And I think I don't know if anybody watched the old firm game the two days later, mm. day later, and it was similar. League Griffiths had a free kick, and it's exactly the same. It went, he hit the crossbar, bounced down, hit the keeper, and he went wide. Yeah, and it was exactly the same. I think that's just 
I know it's getting on a few people's nerves this season, but I think that was just hard luck this season. And then, why can't because given what we're about to talk about last night fans perhaps wouldn't have been or we wouldn't have been so riled up I given the, the defeat I think the fans were like they're quite um, quite pleased with the performance even though we lost and it was it was nice to actually clap the fans and the players off and say you know they put effort in it's yeah. nice to see the effort and I think a lot of that was down to Danny Bath not playing I think the defence played with a lot of freedom I know Deadlanders is a bit shaky, but for his first, you know, for his first um, debut, he's a young player against some of the quality Bull have got, and I think he played quite well. I know he went off injured as well, but I think without that awkwardness there with the defence, I think they just played with so much freedom, mm. and they was able to push forward a little bit as well. And I think, I mean, the first goal was just it was a comedy error. Yeah. Wasn't it? So you was crazy. He, I was watching it and I just thought he's going to flag. He's going to flag because I was watching. It, I was in the pub, so I couldn't hear the commentary. And you just saw it and you just thought it was just too ridiculous to believe. It was. Like, it's going to be on one of those uh, comedy things at Christmas in it. Christmas. <laughs> Danny like, Banks will Yes, what's wrong with that? Chris Kamara <laughs> will be on the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's for Christmas. Watch my hilarious girl. <laughs> and and the the start clip will be him on Sky Sports News when he. Misses the uh, the sending off. Oh yeah, yeah. How's the Jack? <laughs> I remember watching that live. <laughs> that was great. Did you watch it live? Oh no. <laughs> uh, right, let's go. Well, that's all then. Let's go into the grit of it. It's a uh, Leeds United a two-one defeat again on a Tuesday night, but it was more of a poor performance by Wolves. Uh, Leeds were tuning up um, halfway through the second half. Savile got a goal back. Alex is a double back ganger, of course. Uh, Wolves had a chance to make it 2 2 with Mason near the end, but didn't happen. Uh, but Alex, you were the fancast advocate, as always, away yeah. to that game. Compared to Hull, was it a stark contrast? Or? Yeah, it was one of the worst games of the season. One of the worst performances, atmospheres, games. It was just totally opposite, just totally opposite to Friday. Because it was, it was basically the same team Bob bought. Bar yeah. yeah, and obviously the defence has changed a bit, a little bit, but. Mm. And I think Doherty, given his credit, he has been quite good at left back. But I just don't think you can hire put Doherty's new out permanent left back. I think mm. he's if he's going to be if you are going to play, him, he's going to have to play at right back over a due length. And I think he gets caught out quite a lot at left back. I mean, he, he's playing at a position, so full credit to him. But the old team is just awful. Every t- I mean, I, I know we're all um, starry-eyed as Siggy, but every time Siggy is first touch. The balls, it was like watching a mm. non-league player and the ball ended up 20 yards away from it every time. And you think, you know, if you can just control your ball, then yeah. control the ball, maybe look for your pass, but you just couldn't control the ball. So every time we, we play this long hoof ball as we were all season, and we're playing at somebody who can't control the ball, so yeah. just, that, it just, that was happening all game. And then we got to the point where Siggy went off and all the fans cheered and they brought Mason on and he really didn't do much anything. Anymore, so yeah, so you make game. an interesting point though because the, the difference between Bart isn't just that you know him um, coming in the side, it's the style of play. Because you know, you'd like to think your eye offers and halls will actually bring the ball play yeah. to feet, but, but but when Danny's in the, the side, you know, like him all over him. That's his game is yeah. to, to, to look to hoof the ball, and that that, that that changes the whole dynamic of the. And I the think side. it was just two different. It was like two, watching two different teams. Concerned to Friday and Tuesday, and you look at Friday and the defenders play played out from the back. Uh, not what I don't think they ever won to hoof the ball up. Mm. And then as soon as Bath comes back in, the whole all the defence are hoofing the ball up. So it was just like 
is it a specific tactic for when he plays? And then you kind of look at it as a missed opportunity if he didn't play as much as he had this season. But I just don't, I mean, the defence are awful with him. In. Mm. I think it's getting to that point now where I know he's a local lad and the fans kind of did love him at the start. And he was like our saviour and so somebody, I don't know who it was, and he needs a bit of a slap, but they're tipped into an ex-England captain. I don't know who that was, but... Luke Thompson said, I think, I'm sure it was two seasons ago, that he'd be playing European football in three years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's come back to all you. We're all guilty of that. Yeah. So but, you know, yeah. it was that league one day where we had this revolution, mm. and we saw him as the picture boy, and yeah. he was the face yeah. of the, yeah. the revival, and mm. perhaps Jack Price might be that now in the future, but mm. sadly... It's look it's Danny Barswell's all crumbling round him. Yeah, uh, before we talk about a couple of other players, I wanted to talk about uh, the goals first. He leads the first goal, good goal. It's not I think not it was one you can really a, blame. A fluke. I mean, no, I don't think any keeper in the world would have saw that. I mean, when you look at it closely, he just actually miss hit it. So and it's one of the best miss hit goals mm. ever seen. And so no, the keeper never say that. But the, the second goal, they keep they just switched off and they pretty yeah. much ran through the defence and then he was there clear. but it wasn't even an open goal but it may as well have been so Savo's goal third was quite good it's quite good yeah good counter attacking football there's a nice little finish on the edge of the box as well so but, and then the Mason missed a few people I mean most of the Wolf fans got quite excited when he came on and but I mean I couldn't understand why but it, he should have scored it I mean three and a half million mm. he, should, he, he should be scoring chances like that and it wasn't like he was a snapshot I mean he had he held off the defender from about 20 yards. He got to about 10 yards out, and then he's had a couple of touches, and he's hit it straight to the keeper yeah. as well. So he's had plenty of time to adjust himself, and he's missed it. So yeah, I mean that doesn't really fall in his favour, and he couldn't. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's <laughs> not quite well in the past. Um, yeah. Right, another player I want to talk about. I want to highlight Seagy for a second because what an argument I've been trying to make on social media for the last couple of days is that. Um, I feel that, and we mentioned it on the podcast this week, the the turnaround on opinion on Siggy has turned dramatically over the last couple of weeks. And I've been a bit of a, obviously, a, a Siggy supporter since he came back, and probably for a while. But I think what I'm trying to argue is that, I'm not trying to say he's great or he's perfect, but that I think he's getting overly criticised, almost to the point where fans are almost trying to blame him for Perfect. this season I, I get to a point where I feel like fan frustration they've got to target someone so hang on where's, who's the guy that hasn't scored any goals it's Siggy then I look at people like LaFondra and Mason who perhaps aren't doing anything different and it's there's a, I almost feel like Siggy's taking the brunt of a frustration where there's nowhere else there's no person to come in and save the day I think he's if, like the, it, I know where you're coming from he's like the scapegoat I think yeah. before Dave Edwards got injured Dave Edwards was getting a hell of a lot of stick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he played about 10 games and he didn't really get an yeah. assist. And he was getting a hell of a lot of stick, David, as well. So mm. I think him getting injured really was a blessing in disguise because I think Siggy sort of came back and he's took and taken on that role of just being like the fans' scapegoat as soon yeah. as there's something wrong, it's on Siggy's back. But I mean, reading your blog the other day, I can understand where you're coming from. I mean, he's been played out of position. He's, not, he's definitely not a winger. No. He's nowhere near a winger. So I can understand. He's played about five games on the week, yeah. so he's not going to do anything from there. The thing is, I've watched games and I've thought, oh, you know, he's not up to it today, he's not very good. But there's been times where his link up, especially against Hull, his link up yeah, play was, quite well. was good, his running was good. He, somebody mentioned on Twitter today, he's almost like Kevin Doyle. 
he works really hard in the areas where you don't score goals. Yeah, I, I, I think I know you're very protective over and and I get it. I do, I do. But but I have I have to be honest. I think when he came back in the side, and it was not, and it, it was one of the, the first podcasts I, d- I did this year, and I said, you know, I so want him yeah. to be a success. I genuinely do. There's, there's, there's no ulterior motive. I so want it to work, and he's shown glimpses, and there were very glimpses. I talked about the Middlesbrough game at home oh, and yeah. that skill, and even when he when he when he ke- he came in, he, I, I thought that there's a player there. He's got a good build about him. He's suited to this this level of football, but. Ultimately, yes, I, I think Friday night he had a good game. Um, no, for me, I found I find it difficult to build a case for him because I think with with Doyle, I, I see those comparisons in terms of Doyle's game, particularly towards the end of his career with Wolves, was with you, you back to the defender, yeah, win, yeah, a, yeah. win a free kick and move on. He'd, he'd often go out wide and get the ball in. Um, I think Lafondre and Mason, yeah, okay, they haven't done great, but uh, but I've got to be honest, I felt I felt they've more, or looked more likely mm. when, when they came on, and I think with with Sigurdsson, um, I don't get it around me. I think people want him to be a success, and he's he's not a, someone who's coming on a lot of money, who's perhaps got a, a big reputation. I mean, we've had loan strikers like that, yeah. and a lot of the Wolves fans are fickle, and, and ultimately in this season when. Things aren't going well, and I think Bath's probably probably been a bigger part of that. And I think his only saving grace is, is from down the road. Um, you, it's so much easier to, to pinpoint a particular player when the problem this season is far reached, yeah. and we know and we know it is. So, I think any criticism for him deeper than the fact that he's just not producing and scoring no. goals is unfair. But Unfortunately, he's not done enough to yeah. warrant a new contract. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think he'll be going in the summer anyway. Yeah. I think I've, I've said that for quite a while. Yeah. And I think you know he had, the fundamental thing he needs to do is score goals. Yeah. And he hasn't done that. Yeah. But I, think I think my thing has just been I think the criticism needs to be there, but it's mm. been blown out of proportion for someone who isn't. Mm. It's almost getting to the levels of O'Hara and Johnson. Oh, I was feel. That bad? I, I know, think I he's getting that, that bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was last If you were yeah. some of the abuse yeah. he was yeah. And this is a guy who hasn't come out so. and said something or done yeah, something. I, on I, the pitch. Don't, I don't think that's fair because at the end of the day, the guy's been out for some time. And mm. I, I haven't a kind of sensed that. I haven't got a, a feel on that. And it may be on, on Saturday for players again that I'll get closer to, to that. Because I haven't had a. I mean, he had an ironic cheer, didn't he, with the last game we, we had at home when he got a shot on goal. However, I think that was just more to the fact that that yeah, was the shot only shot yeah, on goal. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't kind of attribute that to, 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 to them getting on his back. Um, so he shouldn't be part of, mm. of that, that club because he comes across as a standout guy. And I think we all want him to be successful. But as you say, ultimately, it's very cliche, but he's going to be judged on, on his oh, goals. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't looked likely to score. No. And he has had a number of opportunities. Whereas Mason, his goal ratio per minute's on the pitch. And even Lafondra. He's better, uh, and it makes you think why is Jacket playing him every week? Then in that, is it yeah. because he looks at Siggy and thinks he's the only player of three that could play the formation I want to play? It makes no sense to me that he doesn't play bright, yeah. particularly you know his will mathematically impossible to go up or down. It makes no sense, um, but obviously he's a kid. I think Jacket perhaps sees something in him. But it's the Kevin Doyle scenario all yeah. again from last mm. season when we needed a backup striker and oh hang on, mm. let's just bring Kevin Doyle back into the yeah. fold. It's just I think all it, that over again. The, the criticism he's getting is quite harsh because 
I mean, like you say, he's had a number of chances, but they're not clear good chances. Mm. Not easy chances. It's, there's not been that many chances for him to score. Off. No, we and are, he does, we are uh, not creating enough, yeah. particularly with McDonald and all day. We're not creating enough, but I think. The, the issue is when you when you sign a player like Mace and you sign him on, on transfer deadline day or just prior to that, people want to see him. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. that you can't get away from that. You know, people want to see him on the pitch. And I think if Zara was fit, Zara would be signed every week. Mm. I think Siggy wouldn't be getting anywhere near the team. Maybe a brief sub appearance, but I, I just feel that you know you've got Siggy, Lafondra, Mason. Siggy doesn't play. Lafondra comes on, doesn't do anything. Everyone will ask him to go. Mm. It's Mason. I just think there's. I don't know whether the deep frustration, there's no one, like I've said before, to come in and swoop in and go, oh, it's okay, guys, I'm the guy who can get the goals, I can save yeah. the day. No, you don't have to worry about these other people. Um, I don't really get Jackets um, the way he chooses the team because one game Siggy's starting, the next game he's not even on the bench. Mm. And the next game he's starting, the next game he's on the bench, and the next game he's not even in the squad. And it, it's not just um, Siggy himself, it's a number of players. Burn is constantly in and out of mm. side. Johnson's been out of side of late. That's probably down to the fact he's probably going to leave in the summer anyway. But Burn, he's been in, in and out of yeah. the squad all season. Siggy, since he's come back, he's been in and out. So it, the, the rotation is crazy. And, and I think, yes, there's been injuries, but to have been so deep into the season and not know A, best formation, B, your best 11, it's crazy. Mm. I mean, Cody's just come out of the side. And I actually don't think he did too much wrong. No, no. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's a wider point. I think. I think you know. I, we, I think many of us have struggled. To and you never know understand. what goes. You never know what goes on behind the scenes. Also, no, there could no. be factors that we don't know about. You know, it could be. You kind of think, why is he starting Siggy? Why is he not trying to change it up if he can see it's not working? Is it because I don't know? Is Siggy? Practically trying behind the scenes to get a new deal. The burn thing is a mystery. Yeah. I don't think anyone could really explain no. that. Not even on the bench, is he at the moment? Oh well, don't worry. Ziggy will be gone in the summer. We'll be no more Ziggy right. talk after a while. So we're going to preview uh, this Saturday's game, the penultimate home game of the season. Uh, against Rotherham Rotherham um, on a great run of form they've probably got themselves out of any relegation trouble whatsoever uh, but I wanted to start off um, the Rotherham preview gentlemen uh, with an email we had in from Andy Gillard who said uh, from with today's revolution from Warnock saying that he's the best manager in the championship and the quote is um, I don't think there's any, I don't think there is anyone else who can touch me at this level. My record is as good as anybody's. So, uh, with that in mind, what do you think is who do you think? Sorry, is actually the best manager in the championship? Uh, Andy's gone for Mick McCarthy. Uh, but, gentlemen, who would you say is the best manager in the championship this season? It's a really good question, and I mean Warnock. You mentioned there how well they've done. I think they've um, they've won the last six in twelve. They were really in the mire. Um, and I think the nine points from safety now are effectively safe. I'm really killing time now. To I'm, think I'm, of I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to re- verify those facts. Or you, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, QPR got them up. Yeah. Sheffield United no, yeah. did get them up. Um, near enough. I mean, the year we won the playoffs, I think they got to like the FA Cup semi final, League Cup semi final, yeah. playoff final. He's one of those characters, isn't he? You know, he's a Marmite character. You know, um, he's probably one of the most successful. His record is is very good, and you look at some of the, the teams he's had in the past, the less fashionable sides, and you look at teams like Sheffield United, 
um, and, and look at them now, for example. Um, Palace as well. You know, he, he has done a good job at this level. So he's probably right. He's probably one of the best uh, managers. I mean, yes, McCarthy's got a, a proven track record, but he's also got a proven track record of falling short as well. But I think if anybody needs a championship manager, then they probably will be looking at the likes of of Warnock and, uh, mm. and McCarthy because they know the division inside yeah. out. I hope people like Dyche and is it Karanka, is that how you say it? I think Dyche would probably be, he's done quite well with Burnley this year. Mm. I think Karanka, he's kind of fell out a few times with the backroom staff and things like that, isn't he? And split it with the players and didn't they like suspend him like against the Charlton mm. a few weeks ago? So for me, I think Dyche has done a fantastic mm. job as well. And Chris Hooten as well at Brighton's done yeah. well. He did well at, at Blues previous to that. He's always been decent at this level. Um, I think it does take a certain type of manager to, to manage in the championship and I mean those ones we've mentioned they're all tend to be other than Karanga they tend to be British names as well don't yeah. they who, who do well uh, Rotherham haven't lost a game in 10 mm. which is uh, great for them uh, 20th in the league uh, 48 points they're only 5 points behind us that's ridiculous uh, I think they're 9 points good relegation which you would think by this weekend MK Don surely will be that last team to fill the gap because Charlton and Bolton are already down already um, a lot of people talking about playing the kids is that what would you do for Rotherham yeah. Brighton Hunt perhaps um, yeah I don't think we've got anything to lose now but I think again I just think Jacket's playing for his job I think now I mm. think he's just trying desperately not to lose and I think that goes for the boring tactics the boring football and the boring substitute decisions he makes because I think he's just playing for the draw every game and I think he's playing to win and I think there's that element of fear in him a little bit because he's not playing to win he feels if he plays to win we're probably going to lose because we're not that good so he's just playing for the draw mm. and I think he'll just stick with the same team and there's no way Danny Baffle will be dropped unless he suddenly gets well he's the captain isn't he you're not you're necessarily not going to drop the captain yeah I think Alex is, you're absolutely spot on because I do think why aren't why isn't he playing these kids and why isn't he playing a bit more of a cavalier approach and a bit more attacking? But you're right, and and that's been the biggest thing with him this season. He's he's been too afraid of losing the game that he hasn't been prepared to 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 really go and and risk that and and go for a win. There's been times in games where he's been far too stubborn. He could have made a proactive substitutions. And he's kept it tight, kept it defensive. So he's set up. So perhaps he's just trying to save face and trying to just stumble over the line and get the minimum results and not lose every game. And he'd be quite happy with a win here and then a draw. So from a supporter's perspective, absolutely. You want to see Hunt, you want to see Brian um, Hayden. There's a lot of good young players there that could come in. You want to see that young back four um, play. Um, and also... You know, you want to see exciting football, but it's it's it's, it's sad to say. Is there an argument? Is there an argument that's what pre-seasons for though? But this is our pre-season. Yeah. The way I see it now, you know, if you look at the last few games, they've been like pre-season mm. games. So you're at your rise, but you know, in ordinarily in a season, but the fact that as you mentioned earlier it's going to make no difference really where we finish in the league mm. we are going to be a championship side next year why don't we make the best of a bad situation mm. and experiment at this stage I still see the point of playing Helen. I mean Lafondra I know the option there is to buy him I think 
Would you buy the Fondrad on this season? Definitely no, no, definitely not. No, you'd like to think there's better alternatives, wouldn't mm. you? I, I wasn't against him coming in. Um, particularly yeah, I, was, at the time. I was really excited when mm. Fondrad came yeah. in. His past record in the Championship, I got really excited. But I think I don't think it's him personally. I just think it's the style of football we play, and he just doesn't mm. suit to that football. Mm. And it, it is the Wolves and Gill go to a Championship club next season and back 20 goals in. Yeah. And we're thinking, like, it's the Wolves curse all over again, so... Would it be a little Wolves a slight PR win if they can start Brighton Hunt at the weekend? I think fans would be a bit happier. No, I, th- I think, you know, if they have a huddle uh, <laughs> and uh, and really discuss where they're going to go, then you, you want them to be positive, you know. End of the day, these are careers on the line and, mm-hmm. you know. The way the season's gone, I don't think Dicko would have made much uh, difference to the team. But I think if he'd have stayed fit, do you reckon he'd have probably left in January as well? No. I think he would have stayed. I think he might have backed a few extra goals, though. I think Dicko's always a threat, though, isn't yeah. he? You've got Dicko even up front of his own. Huge pieces, you, you're going to get him. I think that's. We'll talk about it at the end of the season, but I think that's when the season was written off from that point. I, 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 I agree. I think the moment he was on the ground, he, he, we were all our head in the hands, yeah. just like him thinking, oh, God. Um, you're right in terms of how we set up this this season. He would have cut a frustrated figure, as did a phobie. Although, as you say, that might be a conversation for, for the end of the season. But God, we've missed him. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think people were saying at the time, particularly with him and Graham, mm. maybe it's a blessing because we can't sell them. Um, but I think I don't know. I, I, I believe Dicko will be on track for next season to start, but I don't know if necessarily Graham will. No, Graham's going to be by the middle of the season, I think. I think people might have seen this actually as an update. I think Zyro tweeted to say his surgery appeared to have been a success. Yeah. So it's too early to tell, um, but hopefully, you know. But he's, he's looking 12 months, isn't he? Yeah, we see it sadly. Um, so Rotherham then, um, any other changes you might make at all? I, I, I would personally like to see Hunt and Brighton aside. I'd like to see Dislandes get another opportunity as well. Um, those were the changes I would make, but I, I think it probably will be the same side. I don't think Siggy will start. I think he'll be Lafonja no. Mason, or yeah. Mason at least up front of his own. Well, he's ended the game with two forwards, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, you've, you've seen the games more, more than I have, but, and, and I think he came out in the press to say he wants to. Um, mm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's the jacket lottery. It is, selections. Yeah. Um, let's do predictions then for uh, Saturday afternoon. Alex, what do you got telling you right now on Wednesday night of recording for Wolves versus Rotherham? 2 0 Rotherham. 2 0 Rotherham. Yeah, I okay. think they're going to be well up for it. Yeah, they just want to secure that. Yeah, just much. fully secure it just in case. I think they're going to be well up for it as well, so it's the chance. Nah. Right, what are you going to go for? Wolves, Rotherham? I don't know. I think. See um, goal? Siggy Gar would be good. But Siggy, uh, I can't see. <laughs> um, I can't see. Uh, let's 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 go and uh, go for it. Let's say you know um, a Siggy goal. Um, <laughs> I can't be serious about the Siggy goals. Right? Um, maybe maybe a good finish from Price. You know, yeah. maybe a, a Price yeah, control. control. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go with one nil Siggy some winner because. <laughs> He leaves, on a, he leaves on a high. Yeah. Always forgiven. There we go. Um, I, I can't go wrong with Alex's prediction. I think Rotherham will cleanly win it 2-0. Do you think they'll clean up? I yeah. think they'll clean, 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 clean. Yeah, they'll, they'll be cleaning. 
um, the wolf's floors. We'll, we'll be wondering what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I can't. I think I've said to Alex before podcast. I think it'll be Forest, will we? Away. I've got this odd feeling mm. we'll be Forest away. Before we finish, Rotherham, forgot to mention Alex, we talked about before on the podcast, was recognised outside Ellen Road for his face Exciting. and voice for doing fan casts. And someone told you that you didn't look like George Savile up close. Yeah. Not having that. Oh, you might have to fight it with him. We had a, uh, a group, uh, the fan cast group messages the other night. Um, whilst the league game was going on, we're having an argument about where any of us have actually been recognised for our voices on Fancast and what was the best one. I think Alex takes it at the minute. Yeah. You also brought the revelation to us that you're going to be, or you're going to be filming scenes for the Carlsberg advert. Oh, it's meant to be. It's meant to be yesterday, but I didn't get the time for it. Oh, what? Wow. My summer is ruined what? now. So if that was the advert so everyone, for we, the Euro game. On this, yeah. on this fancast group message oh. thing, we've got a random thing from Alex yesterday showing us an email <laughs> that he'd been invited to go down to London to film scenes for Carlsberg's England Euro 2016 advert. So I was there thinking, great, every time I'm watching him now, mm, Alex is going to yeah. keep popping up my screen. Yeah. He'll be the fan. He scores the winning goal past yeah. Joe Hart. Yeah. They'll both rub their hair, yeah. he'll get his head and shoulders contract. <laughs> and then when he turns up for games, everybody will be chanting to no, 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 Dan, drop foot. So, no, no basically. Uh, no, I couldn't get the time for it. Too short <sighs> That was the breaks. Oh, no. yeah. That's my break. The, yeah. the price of fame got to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. after that um, TV appearance in Slovenia, the <laughs> price me out, didn't it? Right, we're going to do the last part of the podcast, which is the funniest bit of the podcast. It's Twitter Corner, where we ask you to send in your questions on wolves or nothing to do with wolves at all, and we will answer those questions. All the best of. Now, food has been the big one recently. There's been lots of debates about food. Beans on toast, um, scones or scones with cream or jam. Uh, So we start off with a uh, similar food-related one. It's, it's a, and, and very apt because of where yeah, we are today. Exactly. Yeah. Secret food location. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we start off with Sam Banks, who says, uh, "With not tea- the place." Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not Harry Redknapp says that. No. That's Sam Banks. Uh, so Sam Banks on Sorry, Twitter Sam. says, um, "With tea, do you put the tea bag with the water, then milk, or tea bag, milk, water?" So basically, yeah. Is it the yeah. Tea- it's, 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 it, it has to be the tea bag in first. Then the water, yes. and then um, the milk. Then the milk. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that 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 that's wrong. But I have seen people put milk in first, <laughs> and then the tea bag dived into Why? the milk, it, and then because st- you'll never get back to that no. colour with the water and that. It's anarchists no. like that that ruin society. I yeah. find. Alex. Alex. No, I don't really drink tea, but yeah, it's got. But to if be, you had to have a choice, it's got to be tea bag, water, milk. Good. Can yeah. you tell us if you were one of these? Yeah, Very well, strange mine, people who yeah. do tea first because, Freaks. yeah, I think that might be a clear-cut vote. I think we might get a quite a dominant yeah. one side on, on that one. So let's go to the next question. Uh, James Wynn has said, which is right, the Player of the Season vote has opened now for Wolves. The fancast Player of the Season, the Ballon d'Or of Wolves will be coming shortly. You can see that on our social media channels over the next few days. Uh, but Player of the Season, uh, genuinely, who would you go for for your, for your choice? Well, have you already voted for the Wolves one? And who, um, for the Wolves one, I've just done it to annoy everybody, but I vote for Dave Edwards. I think that's just because I've got a bit of a man crush on him. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I think Doherty's probably going to win it. Or I think it'd be Price because a lot of Wolves fans do yeah. really like Price. But I think 
just because since he'd been really gone back to left back really yeah I think Doherty but yeah it's definitely between those two I vote for Price and I think Price will win it on momentum alone right I, I think he has got momentum with him I, I, we were talking about this just Price coming on there um, it's been a tough season really and, uh, and of course the, we've had players come and go injuries and, and other reasons um, in a nutshell I would um, Doherty or, or Price but I think the more I think about it, if we're building for next next season, and you know there's a potential captain there, so I think um, he's the fans' favourite and the, the guy of the moment. So he's not been involved all season, but when he when he has, he doesn't tend to mm. let people down. So for that reason, I think I'll probably go Price. He'd be like your best friend, wouldn't he, Jack Price? You'd have a nice reliable. point with him. Yeah. He's reliable. If you had something mm. to confide in him, he'd be there for you. I think he? he's a good listener. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ryan Lester has gone with uh, what should you what should you accompany hot apple pie with custard cream or ice cream? It's a great question. A great question. Um, I'm going to go for custard. I think you have to have custard yeah, on a I'd hot apple custard. pie. Custard, yeah. I go custard. I, I don't understand the ice cream. Maybe it's the yin and the yang, the hot, the hot <laughs> apple pie with it. Yeah, but it's custard. It, it just looks better as well. With a strange tea, cups of tea and. For all these people. Um, long-time fancast listener. He was actually coming down for the game at the weekend from all the way from Washington, D.C. Uh, Steve Koenig emailed in his Twitter corner question, uh, which said, what percentage of our signings and transfers have gone out on injury this season? And what do you think is the total number of weeks Wolves have lost due to injured players? Um, I haven't got a spreadsheet <laughs> with me to win that one out, Steve. We have got a flip board with us at yeah. the moment. Well, the, the, the yeah. latter question, total number yeah. of weeks we've lost due to injured players, would you say we've perhaps lost a quarter of the season just to injured players? I think so. I think, I don't know if you, there's a blog somebody put on earlier, but I think the majority of the season has been on people have kind of blamed the board, Moxie, the injuries, the, how unlucky we have been. But I think, I just think it's down to jacket. I think how you can't keep backing somebody. I like how you worked in your jacket hate there, yeah. <laughs> just on, on, a, on a completely irrelevant topic. <laughs> but I, was just, I think, I think injury has been a major part. But I think it's about fifty-fifty. Really. I think it's it's gone because I suppose if you had some uh, like a, a pie chart, what how much slice of that pie would you attribute <laughs> this? You know, we're coming up to election time, aren't we? Very political this one. You know, the red and the blue and the yellow. Well, you know, you know, about fifty percent injuries, forty percent jackets. Eight percent. Morgan. Morgan. Oh, Mox. Moxie. Oh no. We need Moxie like and pies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we um, need like a CGI Molyneux. Yeah. They, they do the House of Commons and go. Well, this whole side will be blue. Yeah, oh, we should amazing. do that with. Um, well, this stand. If this stand represents injuries, yeah. a quarter of it. <laughs> All the way across. I think. Uh, I'm not like right to be the person. You, you, yeah. you could be the CG, the guy. What's his name? John Snow. John Snow. Is it? Yeah. You yeah. can be that person who does it. Well, David, you're fine on this uh, on this chart. <laughs> yeah, and we've got the results in from Solihull. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think, though? Um, total number of weeks or kind of rough time periods we've lost this season? It must be a sizable chunk, surely, with yeah. the amount we've had. We seem to go further. We seem to go one step forward and five step back when it comes to injuries. Yeah, I, I, I mean, in terms... It, as, as much as we've all been frustrated with Jackie, the, the players that, that we've lost this, this season, it's took a huge... Amount of um, well, it's took a huge toll on us in a, in a lot of ways. Mm. So in terms of the percentage, I'm not too sure, but um, 
It's it's been tough going with the injuries, yeah. you know. You have you have to you have to say that. And I think when when you look at them in terms of um, the FOA situation, and, and then Dick Howard would mentioned earlier, and then he goes up um, and get um, and recalls um, Graham from his loan spell. He comes in, he gets injured. Zyro comes in, gets injured, comes back, comes injured. Um, you know, it seems like every other week, particularly towards the end of the season, the majority of the, the season has been consumed by injuries. Edwards as well, who you know has been effective. Uh, a couple of questions from Nick Perkins. Uh, firstly, what has McDonald done wrong, wrong not to be playing? I think we talked about this last week, but do you think there's part tactics there, part perhaps he might be moving in the I summer and there's no point in playing him? Still, the most, in my opinion, sorry, the most creative midfield yeah. player that that we've got. Um, so his form has been indifferent but it can't be tactical surely no. yeah. um, he also says Nick Perkins ninjas or pirates who's better um, I'm a big fan of teenage mutant ninjas uh, <laughs> so I'll go ninjas ninjas Alex oh, pirates I I've got the deciding vote here oh. who's better there's only one way to find out fight you're so enthusiastic yeah. that. fight yeah <laughs> Um, gotta go with ninjas, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Um, <laughs> the the at big Jack Price fan says, "Can you think of a this chance?" His favourite to <laughs> Can you think of a chance for Jack Price, Alex? Go. You had one last night. Oh, didn't you? Yeah. What, what was the Jack Price chant at Leeds? Yeah, there was a there was a bunch of men. Loosely <laughs> said, quite quite drunk, and the, the chant was. Oh, I've never gone on X Factor, so don't slay me. It was literally just Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price. Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, Jack Price, that's yeah. And then they tried it about five times, but it never really come on. No. There we go, Jack Price, just repeat Jack Price yeah. over and over again, and that's the one. It's a different tune, so you could maybe do it to the Spice Girls. <laughs> um, Mikey Burrows, the, uh, as we all know, is the uh, Wolves player and Signal 107 commentator, has sent his question in saying, if you could, could go on a breakaway with Andy Thompson, Tand, Adino, uh, Adonis, and Adonis. 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 Tanda Adonis. There we go. <laughs> it's mean words. They don't mix. <laughs> Tanda Adonis. An enthousi- holiday enthusiast. Anywhere in the world, where would it be? So if you go with um, Andy Thompson, anywhere in the world, um, where would you take him, Roy? I would go to Rill uh, <laughs> and go on the pier and play on the uh, penny machines. Go all out to Rill. This is, this is what the music does. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that is the yeah. the slot machine that the penny machine uses. Yeah. Future Ventura maybe something like that. Mm. Not too far away, but it's got the weather for what you need. Yes. <laughs> Alex, I could you, all you, around. Alex, you're a classic away day. So That's where it. where could be the most hardcore away day set you could take? I, I am meeting him. Fourteenth uh, of May, I'm playing on the Molyneux on his team. Oh, well, you know. So, Matt Molyneux. Elbow you'll turn up and, where, and you'll where you go, go. Where do you want to go? <gasps> you'll go. You'll turn up and go. Oh, Andy Thompson. <gasps> Alex from the Vancast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if people are actually paying to play with yourself, uh, no, I've rephrased that in, the, in a matter of speaking. <laughs> a celebrity. You're going to do the celebrity circuit. You're going to play against the Hollyoaks teams. Uh, no, I, th- I think it's basically like Steve Ball's managing a player managing one yes. team, and he's player managing the other team, and then it's just made full of fans. I'll probably take you to Rome for the weekend. Oh, very nice. A little romantic trip to Rome. Oh, what's an opera? Yeah. 
Um, okay, final question then is also Andy Thompson related. It comes in from Dan Preston. He said, Would you rather slather Andy Thompson in coca oil or carrot oil whilst walking along Copacabana listening to Spando Ballet? So, would you rather slather Andy Thompson in coca oil or carrot oil? Rye. What's carrot oil? It's based, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to guess carrots <laughs> juice down. Mm. Coco. Um, <laughs> your preferred option. Yeah, episode. And I won't even elaborate on that. I'll just go Coco. That's quite yeah. erotic of you. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Um, obviously, Coco as well. It's not a smell. I'm going for carrot just to see what would happen <laughs> yeah. in a carrot oil choice. Um, and that's Twitter Corner for this week. So thanks for all your questions. And that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Wolves, Wolves, Facebook Wolves Fancast, Instagram Wolves underscore Fancast, and of course our website WolvesFancast.com. We've got a couple of blogs on there from different perspectives about the money shop um, sponsorship and one from myself on uh, the beef with Bjorn Whiteneaster. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week to re- review that game against Rotherham, but for this week, it's bye from Alex. Goodbye. Bye from Ryan. Goodbye. And it's bye from me. See you next time. renting furniture with feather looks like pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill oh and did we mention delivery and assembly included feather start renting at livefeather.com when you're drinking a frozen beverage from mcdonald's your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is but the rest of your body oh yes it's gonna relish every moment of it because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's get all the chill you need for just a dollar 69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen fanta blue raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. the louisiana swamplands out here you're either lunch or you're enjoying it make sure you end up on top with the all-powerful lineup of kia suvs like the Telluride, Sportage, and Sorento. Equipped with available all-wheel drive, higher ground clearance, and the interior capacity to bring everything you need. So you'll always remain more than a gator's length ahead. Visit your local Kia dealer today to find your next adventure in our ever-capable lineup of SUVs. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely.